Welcome to Create Your Own Economy podcast, the weekly podcast that equips you with the know-hows, the strategies, tools, and resources to create your own economy, grow your business, and live the life you desire. If you have not done so, hit the subscribe button so you'll never miss an episode. Everybody and welcome to today's uh, episode. My name is Bumi Ajibade, and today I have uh, my guest who is really going to share her passion and how she built a business. And we are so excited to actually share with you. And um, if you can see the two faces, I just want to let you know that this is my sister and I'm so proud of her. She has built a business with passion and empathy. And I want her to really come on today to share with my tribe. And uh, I know the year is coming to an end and uh, everybody is looking forward to next year. Um, And I know you have also done a lot of planning or you are uh, planning how next year will look like. And uh, so let me just give you a little bit about Dr. Abiola Balogu. She is a highly experienced physical therapist with a remarkable career spanning 15 years. Looks like yesterday when you are having fun, uh, you know, doing what you love to do. And she works with both adults and children. She specializes in lymphedema treatment and manual lymphatic drainage for wellness. And this is the big one. She is so busy. She's a devoted mother. She's a wife. And, uh, you know, she brings a great dynamics of really balancing um, her career with her family. And she does a great job uh, doing that. And her dedication to helping individuals of all ages to achieve their optimal physical wellness well-being has earned her a reputation as a compassionate and skilled practitioner. So thank you for joining me, Dr. Abby, and thank you. I really appreciate uh, your time. So I know you you worked as a physical therapist for, for so many years before you uh, started your practice. So why did you choose to create your own economy to have your own business instead of working for somebody else? First, I would like to say thank you for having me today. I know it's been a long time coming, but I appreciate it. And yes, finally, I'm here to share my story and hopefully encourage others. So why I decided to create my own economy. I don't want to sound all cliche, but it was a long time coming. I went to school, probably didn't think about starting my own company. At that point in my life, it was more of a phase I was going through. I wanted the flexibility of taking care of my kids. If they, if they had to call me from the daycare or school because they were sick, I wanted the opportunity to not have to be guilty calling in and just 
rescheduling my patients and going as is to raise my children. That's what prompted me to going from being a full-time employee to being what we call here an independent contractor. The independent contractor position gave me that flexibility to do my own thing and also be there for my children. And that led to me being passionate about, you know what? This can actually work. I see myself doing this on the long term and I started working on it. And here I am. Yes. And you know what? <laughs> you are you are doing a great job uh, with having two locations uh, for your business and uh, having uh, people uh, work for you and also you passionate about uh, helping your uh, your your patients. Um, so as you then started your business, what were some obstacles that you came across and how did you overcome them? Oh my goodness. Yes, there are definitely lots and lots of obstacles. First, I would say I did not anticipate on working as hard <laughs> when I decided to start my business. I did not, I thought it was just going to be okay, do things on my own terms, but yes, you do things on your own terms, but at the same time for the survival of the company, you have to work extra hard. Finances was a very um, big one where I had to find capital to put money down to get some equipment and- yes just make things work and because the nature of the business depends on getting reimbursed it could be 30 to sometimes 100 days after you've provided the services so that means you needed money to just continue to run the business so i i would say that's one of the things but how did i overcome some of those financial obstacles reaching out to people that had been in the same business and finding out what options were out there. I was able to get loans from banks that would loan me money and create strategies on how to repay them. And that's a big, that's pretty much the big challenge that's in big that one. business. Yes, yes. And I know that in your business, uh, those big equipment, I mean, they run into tens of thousands and then you have two locations and pay your staff, even when you are still waiting to be reimbursed by the insurance company, you have to pay your staff, you know? So um, uh, working to overcome that. Uh, you know, I, I, and I love what you said, reaching out to people who are already in the business. So as you are listening to us, it's really very important that you have uh, like a safety net. You have like um, a group of people that you can always uh, talk to. Uh, you, you need to have mentors. You know, I always stress the importance of having mentors people that can share from their own experiences. Um, and then they can also share some of the things, uh, how they over, overcame some obstacles also. So, um, and I know you are very uh, passionate 
about, uh, uh, you know, the business and, um, you know, empathy. So my question is, how does empathy show up in your business? Uh, because I know for, for, for those of you that are in the medical field, um, it, it's, is you have to have something extra because you don't see them as just my customer. So how does empathy show up in your in, in this business? So just like you said, um, if you're in the healthcare field and you don't have empathy, I'm not really sure why you're there. And just a little definition about empathy is the ability to share one's feelings and put yourself in someone else's shoes. So for physical therapy, for example, when someone that used to be a professional athlete or even could have just been someone that worked two jobs or was a full-time, just whatever they, whatever they did and they come to you in pain or an accident a stroke just significantly affected their function. So Mm -hmm. someone that was an athlete now just had a knee surgery and is unable to walk, you know, you have to be able to put yourself in that person's shoes and be able to at least try to share that experience. So it's one of those things that I'll say I was probably born with it because Yeah, I was born with it, but at the same time, I understood that in the healthcare field and wanting to make a difference in the life of another person, you have to be able to put yourself in that person's shoes. So for physical therapy, for example, when we are trying to develop a plan of care, you have to ask the person, the client, the patient, what are your goals for physical therapy? What do you want to gain? So that's how empathy shows up in my business because whatever plan of care, anything that I develop has to be patient-centered, has to be based Mm. on what they want to be able to do. And that's me seeing myself, being able to experience what they're feeling and how much of the improve, how much that improvement will make in their lives. So that's what I would say as far as having that empathy show up in my business. Mm-hmm. It's just, yes, it works hand in hand with being a healthcare professional. Yes, because, you know, you have to, it's all about the patient. It's all about the customer. And as an entrepreneur, you know, it's all about the customer because it's not you selling people something and pushing things on them, but actually bringing them into the plan so that they also, they own a part of whatever you are doing with them. So whether you, whatever you sell, you sell a service, you sell products, it has to be customer centered. You have to put yourself in that situation. This product that I'm selling, this, this service that I'm selling, will I sell it to myself? How will I feel uh, when it is sold to me in this way? And that is what will really help you to grow your business. That is what will help expand your business for those of you that are looking to scale your business in 2024. You have to uh, take it up a notch by really asking yourself how much of the customer 
uh, uh, how much of this am I allowing the customer to feel? Uh, uh, even the feedback, the feedback they give also will help you formulate new products, new services, and all that. So uh, thank you for sharing that. And because I know you very well, because I know that you work very hard, because I know, you know, uh, my nieces, uh, I know you all, you are so busy. There's so much demand also on you, on your job, because the job is not just, uh, you know, it's just my job. I just, you know, I'm a business owner. You do it. You are passionate about it. So you're, you are passionate uh, on your job and then you have your family. How important is balance to you? And how do you navigate that balance? Because I always tell people, uh, when we talk about work-life balance, there is nothing like that. But we have to really, uh, uh, there's nothing like a set rule of how that will look like. So individually, we have to build that. So how how do you build that? Because I keep on wondering, because I know you again. So how do you make it work? So after working and working and working and working, I came to a conclusion that the job will never be done. Mm-hmm. So when I came to that realization that I would always have a task to do regarding my business, then I started scaling down and prioritizing what was important, which one I could let go to be done the following week, for example. So I remember every time I would get home because I enjoy working with my patients and I enjoy just having the relationship with them. I give them that undivided attention at work Mm -hmm. that when it's time for documentation, I'm not even documenting because I want to give them that during their session, that hundred percent of my service to make them feel better. But then I realized that I still, as a professional, had to write my notes because if you didn't document it, it didn't happen. Even though you gave that 100%, if you did not document it, it did not happen. So I will bring the remaining, which was the documentation home. So each time I would have worked, given my all at work, but then I realized coming back home, the job was not complete because I had not documented what happened during the day. So that meant when I got home and I settled, I still had to get on my computer and work. And then on the weekends, I still had to get on the computer and work. So I just decided one day and said, you know what? Whatever I did that day at work with the documentation, that's all I'm going to do. But when I get home, I will just do my home things and If I have to get on the computer, it's just more because it's an emergency. And Mm -hmm. I just started growing. It wasn't easy to begin with, but I started realizing that on the weekends, I just wouldn't open my computer until Monday. And that became part of me. And then with that, then you realize that you have more free time, that you can do Mm -hmm. other things that you've always wanted to do. And that's just pretty much how I make my work yes. and life balance happen. Wow. You know, I think uh, that is so important for every entrepreneur. 
Um, and one thing you said at the beginning, you said you didn't know that it's a lot of work. You just thought, okay, I'll just be my own boss, right? And I can, but you see yourself working more for yourself. So if you are planning to be an entrepreneur in 2024, or you are struggling now, we want to let you know that you would you will work more for yourself than when you are working for somebody. But you have to tell yourself, you know what? I need to stop. I need to stop. You have to go back and figure out why did I choose to be an entrepreneur? Why did I choose to have my own business? And if you do all this work and you're not able to take care of your family, you're not able to take care of, of your health, you cannot go on vacation, you cannot do anything, you ask yourself, is it even worth it? So I challenge you in 2024 to plan your vacation to just plan something it doesn't mean that it will go all 100% well at this you know all the time but you put yourself on the calendar you put yourself there and that is when you begin to find what balance looks like for you as an individual so as we wrap up this um uh, this session, and also as we wrap up 2023, what words of encouragement would you give an entrepreneur that struggled in 2023 or has been struggling in their business? And also people that are planning to create that their own economy, to create their own source of income in 2024. How can you encourage them? All right, so let's move to the first part of the ones that are currently struggling in 2023 yes. and yes. trying to see if it's even a possibility to exist in 2024. I will encourage mm. those people to re-strategize and reanalyze their business. When you reanalyze your business, you're able to see, you're able to have more insights on what you did wrong, or even if you didn't do anything wrong, what could have been done better? Yeah. What things, what aspects of the business needs to be changed? Yes. And also getting a mentor, getting a coach to help you because you cannot see everything for yourself. Mm. So even in my business, I belong to this business coaching group and the leader is actually someone that has owned a physical therapy practice and was successful at it. And each week we have to turn in how our practice did and what could have been better and he looks at it gives us feedback on this is what i think you can work on so for someone struggling i would say reanalyze your business hire a coach find a mentor someone else that can actually look into the business most especially someone that already has done the type of business you're in let them look at ways that you can improve yourself improve your maybe business ideas or marketing skills and um 
Another thing that I would say is don't give up. If it's Mm. your dream, just keep working hard at it. Be realistic with yourself. Keep up with the culture. Keep up with how the world is changing. How we did business post before COVID is different from how we're doing business now post COVID. So Mm -hmm. make sure that when you reanalyze your business, you're also keeping up with what the world demands of your business and change that accordingly. Now to those that are wanting to start their own business, to create their own economy in 2024, I would say, make sure you do your research Yes, and just start from where you are. I don't believe in fully quitting your job before starting your business. You can start while you're still at that job. Mm-hmm. So that way you're, you don't have that financial strain yes. and just getting into that desperation mode. Start yes. from where you are. Start small. Don't think, oh, I have to make it. If you are trying to grow your social media presence, if you're trying to grow your followers, don't think you're going to wake up one day and all of a sudden <laughs> one video is going to go viral. It's the consistency. You have to put things out there. It might just be one out of the thousand videos that will go viral and bring people to your channel and Mm. grow the followers that you're wanting. So start from where you are. Don't try to think you're going to go big overnight. Yes, it happens to some people, but just hard work and consistency will definitely pay off. Yes, yes. Thank you so much. Thank you for your time. You know, look, you see what we always say on this uh, uh, podcast is that you need a coach, you need a mentor. And when you are planning your business, it's part of the plan that you give room and finances for your own development so that you'll be able to develop a business. If you are not developed in your, yourself, it, at times it's difficult for you to even develop a business. So it might cost you something to find a business coach, but I tell you it is necessary for you as a business owner. Don't give up, do not give up. Keep doing it, keep at it, ask questions and and. Just continue to to increase, continue to grow. And if you feel that you you are at a standstill and you really need support, please reach out to me. You can go to my website, www.clarolgr.com slash slash meet, M-E-E-T, and just shoot me a note and, you know, come in and have a a free discovery call with me. The year is coming to an end and uh, I still believe that you can create an economy that is yours. You can create what will really make your business grow. You can create a new product. You can create a new service. You can do that. We believe in you. And just as Dr. Abia said, don't give up. And I'm also saying to you today, don't give up. Make 
2024 a year that will turn around your business or a year uh, where you can begin to create that side hustle. And if you already created your side hustle and you want to go full time in 2024, we believe in you. So thank you for, for your time. And uh, thank you, everybody. I will see you um, in the next episode. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode. The best gift you can give me is by sharing this podcast with your friends, your family, and reviewing it which will help this podcast to grow organically. If you want to create your own economy and live the life that you deserve, join my next workshop or schedule time with me. My purpose may as well be to help you on your journey. Visit clarogr.com forward slash workshop. See you again next week.